are now at the officially at the halfway point of the first month of this year. Yes, it's the 15th day of January, which means, good Lord, only three months until tax day. Yikes. I'm John Rawl, and this is the show where we discuss everything Southern from Alabama to Texas, from Missouri to Florida, and all points in between. We are the show called Y'all. And we're glad that you could tune in today on one of our great radio stations, or if you're catching us on the podcast edition of the Y'all Show, we appreciate that. 803-816-1170 is how you can text or call us anytime you feel like it with a question, comment, suggestion, or more. Also, our Facebook page is y'all.com and our website, y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. Please go there, bookmark it, like it, whatever you need to do, and check it out. We've got stories going up all the time, including the Y'all Show. When we get it posted each day, it goes up at y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com, y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the south well here on today's y'all show we're gonna have the ultimate wednesday show we've got our acc insider jonathan lifite stopping by in just a few minutes with his report on all things atlantic coast conference we'll get more reaction to clemson's loss in the national championship game on monday night as the tigers fell to lsu 42 to 25 and jonathan will weigh in on that loss and what that means and tiger fans let me just go ahead and tell you don't cry too much because there's some great news for 2020 (laughs) that you're gonna say okay well maybe this wasn't so bad we'll have all that with jonathan plus a little acc basketball talk to get to with mr lifeite when he joins us jonathan of the websites 24 7 sports.com and cbs sports digital all that coming up later in this first hour of today's show And then when we turn the page to hour number two, we'll start it off with hashtag hullabaloo. We've got some doozies that we found on social media that we'll be sharing with you. Some stuff that you're going to be like, wow, that that is pretty cool right there. And I'll tell you what, that John Rawl at the Y'all Show, where does he find this stuff? Well, I'll tell you my big secret. It's called Twitter, Instagram, and also Facebook. And no telling what you can find on those things. Y'all know that. If you've got an account, you know the kind of things that are posted there. But in hashtag Huddle Blue, we not only have the funny, ridiculous stuff, we've got some stuff that you're going to really learn from. All that coming up. In fact, we've got some stuff that you're going to be telling everybody at the at the Christmas gathering later in the year. I'm telling you, it's that good of a stuff coming up in hashtag hullabaloo. Merry Christmas early to you, by the way. And also in hour two, we've got Precious Harris dropping by, and she's just a bundle of gifts, just like Santa brings every year. She's going to have all the latest from country music's Capital City, Nashville, Tennessee, and all things entertainment she'll be sharing with us. And she just called me earlier today, wanting me to come up to Nashville or come over to Nashville uh, next week. She's going to be away on assignment, and she wants me to fill in for a number one party, I think. i got to find out more from Precious. She she runs at a million miles on an hour, so I, I think she said it was a number one party. And I'm going to do my best to to get to Nashville for that event next week and cover it for her. And guess what? If I cover it for Precious, it means I'm also covering it for y'all. Not just the show, but y'all. So we'll talk about all that coming up with Precious. Uh, A great report. The Nashville Music Line right off of Music Row is where Precious is stationed. And she'll have all the information that you need to know coming up 
in hour number two. Well, we hope your middle of the week's going great so far. Let's dive into the headlines of the Southeast right now. And this is an alert, something we don't often do here on the show, a missing teens alert. But because this involves four teens out of the state of Mississippi, as the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation has put an alert out, I felt like we should take some time to let everybody know to be on the lookout because these four teenagers, well, they've been missing for a couple of days now. They were last seen January 7th on Rebel Woods Drive near Terry Road in the Jackson, Mississippi area. And so authorities want you, if you can, if they haven't been found already, to be on lookout for this foursome three of which are probably siblings, and there's another one that could be a sibling, not sure. Here are the four teens, their ages, descriptions, and more in case you see them. One is Zakarl Winford, a 14-year-old black female who's around 5 feet tall, weighs 115 pounds with brown hair and eyes. In addition to Zakarl, you got Zakaya, and that's Z-Y-K-I-A, Zakaya Winford, 15-year-old black female, 5 feet 5 inches tall, 120 pounds with brown hair and eyes a 16 year old black male named yakriel winford and he's five feet tall with brown hair and eyes weight is unknown he was last seen wearing blue jeans and a white t-shirt and the last of these four teenagers missing from mississippi is 17 year old male Kyrie green described as five feet five inches tall weighing 150 pounds with brown hair and eyes the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation says the teens may be with a 40-year-old woman named Arnosha Baker. She's described as a black female, 5 feet 4 inches tall, weighing 165 pounds with brown hair and black eyes. If you have any idea of the whereabouts of these four teenagers, again, missing from the Jackson, Mississippi area, call the Jackson, Mississippi Police Department at 601-213-6154. Again, the Jackson, Mississippi Police Department call if you have any knowledge of the whereabouts of these missing teenagers, four of them in this case, 601-213-6154. Let's hope for the best there out of Mississippi's capital city. More headlines here on today's Y'all Show. I know that we had bad weather. It killed around 12 people the last couple of days when we had a storm front move through the southeast from Texas all the way to the Atlantic coast. And as we said, we had several people killed in Texas, I know. There were some deaths in Louisiana, and I think Alabama had one or two deaths as well. Well, this storm front moved over into South Carolina, and there in South Carolina, the National Weather Service says that an EF2 tornado struck North Central High School in Kershaw County. That is about 35 miles northeast of Columbia, South Carolina, and that tornado which struck there in Kershaw County, it destroyed this North Central High School as, man, I've seen the photos and it's done considerable damage at this high school that actually I'd never heard of this school and I'm from that area originally, but I'd not heard of it. Forecaster said the tornado had winds of estimated at 130 miles per hour when it touched down near the intersection of the school before traveling northeast through the campus and it lifted a half mile later beyond a parking lot. But if you look at the damage there, man, it, it, it was hit pretty hard. And I don't know exactly what the school district there, the Kershaw County School District, is doing in terms of the students that attend this school. But I can tell you that it looks like they're out of school. Some say that they hope to resume classes today. 
but they had to shut down for a few days there in Kershaw County after this tornado had a direct hit on this high school in South Carolina. Well, if you live in several cities of the Southeast and you're looking to get up and fly away in the next few months, especially for those in the three section of of Tennessee, let me tell you some great news. Knoxville, Nashville, and in Memphis, plus other Southern cities, Allegiant Airlines that might be flying in and out of an airport near you. Well, they've just announced their largest service expansion in company history, and they're going to be flying to three new cities and have 44 nonstop routes being announced here this week. So let me tell you about some of the seasonal routes, for example, going on to Nashville. These are nonstop flights from Nashville's airport, BNA. You can fly nonstop coming up soon in May to Bozeman, Montana, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Norfolk, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Peoria, Illinois, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Fargo, North Dakota, Flint, Michigan, and greensboro north carolina so if any of those cities have family members of yours there friends business connections check out allegiance airlines their website but there's a darn good chance that you can fly perhaps pretty cheap some of these fares are as low as 44 dollars. at least out of nashville you can go to that list of nine cities now that's not the only good news as another airport in the southeast that has a connection to the state of Tennessee also has flights going in and out of it, out of it thanks to Allegiant Airlines. McGee-Tyson Airport, that's the airport that serves the Knoxville area. You can now fly starting in May to Boston, Massachusetts on a one-way flight, a, a non-stop. Great job there. Also out of Knoxville, you can fly to Houston, Chicago, Austin, and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, all from the McGee-Tyson Airport to the south of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. And in, let's see, I covered east and middle tennessee let me tell you about memphis's airport as starting in may you can fly out of memphis international airport non-stop to des moines iowa palm beach florida pittsburgh pennsylvania and cincinnati ohio via the cincinnati northern kentucky international airport so there you have the three cities of tennessee covered big time what about myrtle beach some of these cities i might have mentioned because we were saying that they might fly to Myrtle Beach. Well, from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, starting in a couple of months in June, you can fly nonstop to Providence, Rhode Island, Knoxville, Tennessee, and Elmira, New York. That's great news. To Destin, if you are in Destin and you want to fly, get away from Destin, you can fly Allegiant to Boston, Dayton, Ohio, Houston, Texas, Chicago, Illinois, and Newburgh, New York. Newburgh, never heard of it. N-E-W-B-U-R-G-H. Maybe it's somewhere in the greater New York City area. Norfolk, Virginia, you can fly to Pittsburgh, Columbus, Ohio, and to Nashville if you're there on the coast of the state of Virginia. Great news there. How about Savannah? As Savannah International Airport is going to open up routes nonstop to Belleville, Illinois. That's right across from St. Louis. Also to Houston, Texas. Chicago, Chicago's Midway International Airport. Punta Gorda, Florida. And also Newburgh, New York. All out of Savannah International Airport. If you're in Texas and you're at Hobby Airport there in Houston, you can fly to Knoxville, Asheville, North Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, and to Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. That's wonderful news there for our friends there in Texas 
And finally, I think, I, I, yeah, Asheville, North Carolina. Here we go. I think it's this is our last southern city. From Asheville in western North Carolina, you can fly nonstop coming up in May to Boston, Massachusetts, Chicago's Midway International Airport, Houston's Hobby Airport, and also to Austin, Texas. Now, that's a route right there, Asheville to Austin. Woo, man, what a connection. All that thanks to Allegiant Airlines. You can go to their website and learn a whole lot more. Again, some of these fares are going to be pretty pretty cheap to kind of get you promoted, to get you moving in their website direction. Fares for some of the routes less than $50. Check it out. Allegiant and their announcement of 44 new nonstop routes. And about seven of these routes are connecting to southern cities. You might want to check it out. And if you're not in one of those cities that Allegiant flies to, you're probably picking up the phone right now and saying, hey, Allegiant, why don't you come to my city, for goodness sakes. To Jasper, Alabama we go, and police there are looking for a man who disguised himself as Batman while stealing musical instruments from churches. What a low life there in Walker County, Alabama. A burglary happened back on December 11th at Kingsway Church in Irondale. The caped crook stole a keyboard and a guitar. According to the Irondale Detective Sergeant Michael Mangina, the suspect then came back to the same church on January 6th and stole two more guitars. Both times the imposter used a rock to enter the church on January 9th. This imposter said, the the detective said that two churches in Jasper and one in unincorporated Walker County were also burglarized, musical instruments and electronics stolen. So who in the world is going around Walker County, Alabama, just to the northwest of downtown Birmingham and disguising themselves as Batman? And I say themselves, it could be a female, could be a guy or a girl. But yes, it looks like somebody is doing this there in Alabama. We want to catch them soon before they come to a church near you. As we say in the South, what a low life. Kentucky, how about this story coming to us from the coal mining area of Kentucky? As a group of coal miners and their families, they actually stood on top of railroad tracks on Monday and blocked a train that was hauling a large shipment of coal after they claimed that they were never paid for nearly two months worth of work according to reports the miners who all worked for quest energy in pike county kentucky claimed that they'd worked since december without being paid and about 50 miners employed at the mine are owed for three weeks of work the group at the track in kemper told the lexington kentucky herald leader newspaper pretty bold move there to stand in front of a train and that's even better than what did they do in uh, Tiananmen Square in China when the guy stood in front of a tank and may have lost his life way back in the day when they were protesting communist China. Well, in Kentucky, a bunch of people had that same stamina as they protested Quest Energy and their failure to pay them by standing in front of the, the, the train full of coal. That's a deep coal story right there. Now to a story from Kentucky also, we take you to Louisville, and Kayla Alford, she's a youngster, 15 years old, she just had a birthday the other day, and she celebrated her birthday on social media with pictures of her shirt and her cake. Now, I don't know a lot about Kayla Alford, her her kind of political preference, her let's say her policy on uh, the, the modern world and relationships in the modern world, but this private school student there in louisville has now been expelled after at her birthday party 
she was wearing a rainbow sweater and had a rainbow birthday cake and now the school has expelled her because that goes against school policy and that school would be whitefield academy there in the louisville area as kimberly's mom she, she the mother received an email from the head of school there dr bruce jacobson that said it was an email expelling kayla from whitefield immediately due to a post on social media and she's out and now is attending a a public school dr jacobson says the violation is the latest in two years worth of violations that demonstrate a posture of morality and cultural acceptance contrary to that of whitefield academy's beliefs as the school's code of conduct does extend to students off-campus behavior and as we said the young alfred now enrolled in a public school but is appealing the decision of course don't know the whole backstory here of this now 15 year old but a a cute picture of her and then she does have on this sort of rainbow looking i wouldn't say this is a gay pride direct shirt oftentimes rain i mean how many times have you sat in that lawn furniture that's got like a rainbow looking effect to it or you've sat underneath a rainbow umbrella maybe at the beach or so are you certainly endorsing the gay rights movement in doing that and the cake it it was a rainbow and i'm looking at it and i'm a sucker for birthday cakes it looks delicious rainbow or not and she's just celebrating her birthday don't know the whole story just telling you that in louisville kentucky this is causing quite a scene there as this lifestyle violation has caused this young student to be expelled from their private school there in the commonwealth of kentucky We've got more headlines headed your way. Stay where you are. When we come back, we'll get to them all, including some LSU football stories. One that you're not going to believe that happened in LSU's locker room after their victory over Clemson. And we've got a reason for you to head to Baton Rouge this Saturday, Tiger fans. You can celebrate the national championship. We've got the details and all that is coming up next. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Rolling along with more action from the Southeast news headlines here on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent with your host, General John Rawl. Now, to tell you about some information about the upcoming Super Bowl, that will be taking place in Miami Gardens on February 2nd when the AFC's champ meets the NFC champ in the Super Bowl 54 this year. And the football team at Parkland High School, that's where 17 people were killed in a mass shooting They're going to get a taste of what it's like to play in the Super Bowl. As Parkland's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, their football team will be stand-ins as the network tests camera angles for the live broadcast. And the team will experience the excitement of running out of the tunnel onto the game field. And the folks there, part of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School football team, are going to experience that thrill of running out on the tunnel and then running plays to determine which camera angles need to be adjusted three days before the super bowl i don't know is this common practice i've never actually heard of something like this where the folks that have all these cameras and these football games have to have them tested out i reckon so because honestly most of these live productions have dozens of cameras and it seems like just about every major event pretty much goes off flawlessly i mean it's pretty amazing with all the things that could go wrong Oftentimes, things go perfect to ESPN's credit because they do the bulk of the sports broadcast of the world, or it could be, in this case, I think CBS has the play-by-play of the Super Bowl this year. I think I'm right on that. Uh, I've got about a two or three option choice there. One of the deaths in that shooting back on February 14th of 2018 was the assistant football coach of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, Aaron Feiss, and athletic director Chris Hickson, also killed in that awful shooting that took a bunch of lives. 17, in fact, killed in that mass shooting. And now that school, this is a positive story here, having a chance to participate in the nearby Super Bowl, at least in some way. Pretty neat story. Now, Russell Stover, are y'all a big fan of Russell Stover Candies? kind of a legendary thing especially with valentine's coming up well they plan to close facilities and stores nationwide but they also will offset that closing with about 400 jobs being added in texas as the company will close distribution and fulfillment centers in butler missouri and in cookville tennessee with work from the tennessee plant moving to a plant in corsicana texas the candy maker plans to add a total of 300 jobs at plants in corsicana as well as in iola and abilene kansas a plant in colorado is going to be closed in 2021 these changes at russell stover are part of a consolidation effort that started two years ago four years after the kansas city-based company was purchased by a switzerland company lint and sprungly unfortunately again for some of the great people in cookville tennessee that worked at the russell stover 
factory there it looks like their jobs being shifted to texas good news for north texas bad news for uh, cookville sort of in that middle to east tennessee area technically i guess it would be middle tennessee there in putnam county now to georgia and there they're believe it or not considering adding a new city we don't have new cities pop up every now and then in today's world but two georgia state lawmakers in atlanta say they won't support a bill that's going to be put up before the georgia legislature to create this new city in coastal area as savannah republicans ben watson and jesse patria have made an announcement they're going to go against the proposed city of chatham islands as savannah georgia is in chatham county and what would chatham islands be it's a brand new city it's a a creation if you will a creation of the islands of wilmington white marsh Tallahassee and Oatland Islands, and I hope I pronounced Tallahassee right. Uh, these four little islands sort of to the southeast of downtown Savannah on the way out to Tybee, looking to incorporate. And if they do this, this would bring this area, this Chatham Islands, to it would have actually a population of 26,000 and would become the second largest city in Chatham County, Georgia, if indeed this goes on. So more to come there. A study by the University of Georgia found the islands could finance their own city government if it imposed a local option sales tax. But it looks like a lot of the residents there of those four islands looking to to come together and form an island, although not really a real island. It's it's, uh, Chatham Islands, plural here, but it would represent a new city in coastal Georgia if indeed the state of Georgia signs off on it. Speaking of the state of Georgia, that is where you'll find the Atlanta Braves and the Bravos just announced the new name of their baseball park in Cobb County. As the last few years, when it opened back in 2017, it was called SunTrust Park. Well, SunTrust has now merged with BB&T and an official announcement was made on Tuesday that the ballpark near Smyrna, Georgia is going to be called drumroll and tomahawks please it's going to be called truest park because that's the name of the new bank that features bbnt and suntrust merging together and this is a bank now based out of charlotte t-r-u-i-s-t park and i assume these naming rights will be in effect here in about three months when baseball season begins the naming rights will be in place for the next 22 years so it's adios sun trust park and hello truest park as the braves have a new name at least of their home there north of downtown atlanta and in the sports world congratulations again to the lsu tigers with their national championship win over the clemson tigers and what a crazy story coming in from the halls of the superdome in the moments after lsu got the big win as the players including heisman trophy winner joe burrow and others all lit up big fat cigars to celebrate that national championship win and they were just having a great time smoking and joking in the locker room there and lo and behold uh oh gosh i can't believe i'm even bringing a andy griffith reference here to the y'all show but lo and behold <laughs> barney fife a barney fife type person there at the superdome decided to come in from the haze of the locker room smoke and threaten to have the players and those of involved in the smoking of the cigars 
arrested or are being written up for smoking cigars there, holding those stogies there in the locker room at Mercedes-Benz Superdome as this person, again, threatened them. It, and another officer had to come and tell him it was okay to celebrate with a smoke in the locker room, but he insisted his commander told him it was a, a no-go. Nobody arrested, thankfully. The party continued. But, man, what a what a, what a a way to blow up, and I don't mean in a cigar smoke way, a great time there with a cop there not just not being part of the fun, yes, as this officer said that they may have to arrest some of the players for smoking there. Violation of, I guess, the Superdome. Oh, man. Well, guess what? If LSU fans want to smoke a cigar, there's going to be a great opportunity for you to do it in the outdoors here in the coming days. As LSU has just announced the National Championship Celebration. And that will take place with a parade in Baton Rouge and on the LSU campus. It's going to start at 11 a.m. on Saturday as it will go on to Tigers Stadium. And at the championship plaza there, they'll have a huge party and look for probably 100,000 plus to show up as this parade route will go down Victory Hill on the LSU campus before a noon celebration at Tiger Stadium's championship plaza. LSU winning their fourth national championship this week and had a 15-0 record while achieving this incredible feat. I don't know if they're going to go in Tiger Stadium or not. It doesn't look like, at least from what I'm reading in the details, that they're going to go invade the Holy Grail of LSU football Tiger Stadium on this Saturday. I don't know what the weather forecast here for Baton Rouge is this weekend. But if you're an LSU fan, get to Mama. Go check out LSU as they celebrate the fourth national championship this Saturday with a celebration beginning again the parade at 11 a.m. Baton Rouge time right there on the LSU campus. And that concludes what's going on in the Southeast here on this Wednesday edition. Stand by after the break. Jonathan Leifheit, our ACC insider, will be stopping by with his action and report, his after-action review of the ACC's role in the national championship game. Clemson loses to LSU. We've got other headlines from the ACC, a little bit of information about a brand-new coach coming to ACC football in 2020. Plus, we'll talk to Jonathan about ACC basketball. What's going on with those heels? They just lost to Clemson for the first time in the history of playing Clemson in Chapel Hill. Oh, my. All that's coming up. Plus, in Hour 2, we'll have Hashtag Hullabaloo and Precious Harris has her country music news. All that on the Y'all Show. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. 
Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Ah, those Clemson Tigers, 14 wins on the year, ACC champions, Fiesta Bowl champions, but just fell short in the national championship game Monday night. Hello, this is our ACC Spotlight. We're joined by Jonathan Leifheit of 24-7 Sports and the CBS Sports Digital Networks. And we're here to talk about Clemson and other football news out of the ACC as the LSU Tigers win against Clemson 42-25 this past Monday night. Jonathan, welcome back into the show. I I do believe, if memory serves me correctly, you predicted an LSU win in this matchup. Uh, I I predicted the Tigers from Death Valley Uh, would definitely win. You're right. You're absolutely right on that. I apologize. You were taking the safe road. (laughs) I I won't give myself uh, Nostradamus-like qualities until I actually uh, execute it. Yes, well, it was a very impressive performance by LSU most of the game, but early on, Clemson did hold its own, and Trevor Lawrence looked pretty darn good out there for Clemson fans. Nothing to be ashamed about. A fantastic year, and the fact that Clemson won two championships in the last decade, a decade that saw six SEC schools win titles, three ACC schools win titles, and only one Big Ten school winning a conference, uh, SEC, or rather a national championship in the 2010 through 2019 seasons. That means the Pac-12 didn't win a single national championship. It means the Big 12 didn't win a single national championship. (laughs) But the ACC coming in there at uh, number two with three national titles, not bad. And Clemson just a whisker away from perhaps winning two more of those remember it was alabama barely beating them in one of those championship games the tide won and then clemson had a chance to win again last evening my goodness dabo sweeney's got things going on good jonathan what did you see monday night in new orleans with lsu and clemson that maybe helps explain why clemson didn't win this game uh well i think i think the uh the thing that i saw was a guy by the name of joe burrow who uh might just be the the best quarterback. Uh, might have had the best quarterback season that I have ever witnessed in my lifetime. Um, I mean, he came into this game with 55 touchdowns and six interceptions, and he left the game with 59 touchdowns and six receptions. So think about that. 59 TDs over the course of 15 games. That means he averages almost four touchdown passes a game. 
and, and that that's just phenomenal. Uh, he was overly deserving of the Heisman Trophy and all the accolades that go his way. And it was just one of those cases where you could just see uh, he was not going to be denied. And, and Clemson has, uh, to your point, nothing to, sh- to hang their head about. Uh, had a spectacular season. They've got a, 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 an unbelievable run going on. Uh, still have a fantastic team. But Joe Burrow was just head and shoulders above everybody out on that field last uh, last the other evening. Yeah, he was a beast, Burrow, that is. And the Heisman Trophy and LSU, they win the national championship. They got all 62 first-place votes. Clemson ends up being number two in the final AP Top 25. And, Jonathan, that's it from an ACC perspective. Not a single other ACC team made it into the Top 25. And I only say this because – conferences like the american conference jonathan for goodness sakes had multiple teams like three i think for the aac in the top 25 and the acc couldn't get anybody but clemson in there yeah and it it was one of those cases where i think like with the aac they had three teams that were very good and none of the rest of their teams were very good so the parity that was in the acc really cost them in terms of the rankings that everybody beat them beat beat everybody up with the exception of clemson and uh uh, nobody of course beat them and then it it doesn't help it it wasn't a great year for the acc no matter how you slice it it just it just wasn't that good um things will get better next year they really is kind of a lot of new coaches um and a lot of young quarterbacks the quarterback play in the acc this past year was pretty bad outside of trevor lawrence and uh, jamie newman at at wake forest Uh, so you know after that, you kind of really had to dig deep to find anybody that was uh, uh, very good. Maybe the the kid at uh, at uh, UVA, and that's probably where where the line gets drawn. Yeah, my apologies to the conference that should be sued for trademark infringement. AAC, you actually had four teams in the final top twenty five. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, I miscounted there. But we're yep. looking to the future with you, Jonathan Lifehite. And would you believe it that Clemson has opened the twenty twenty talk for the college football playoff for next year as the favorite to win the national championship next weekend uh, next year does that surprise you it does not if you looked at their roster and what they had out there on the field the other night uh you'd see a really young really a, a pretty young roster out there most of their star players are fairly young trevor lawrence was only a sophomore you know he he's been on the on the national scene so long but you know he was just a freshman you know when he when he burst out there so Clemson has a young team. It's not going to get any easier for anybody, uh, you know, especially the ACC in terms of uh, beating Clemson next year because they have a ton of talent coming back. And Caesars Sportsbook's already come out with Clemson as the two to one favorite. Alabama's a four to one favorite. The defending champs, LSU, a nine to two favorite to win the Natty of twenty. 20 we'll have to see what caesar's sportsbooks how that all plays out here going into the future but clemson they're already i I saw on facebook on tuesday some of the clemson fans already making their reservations for miami for the national championship next week (laughs) next year i I say next week i keep saying that it's almost like the game ought they ought to have the season all start up next next week if it were up to me it would jonathan (laughs) speaking of next year There'll be a new coach on patrol in Chestnut Hill as Jeff Halfley. He was hired over the Christmas break, and he comes to Boston College after serving as Ohio State's co-defensive coordinator. Steve Adazio was shown the door, and oddly enough, Adazio was hired at Colorado State as its head coach after they fired Mike Bobo. And now Halfley, the 40-year-old coach, 
is going to be in Boston College leading the Eagles. Any thoughts on this guy who's going to be coming in trying to put his defensive effort into full focus? Yeah, really an interesting hire. Um, you know, I guess I'm, I'm used to seeing, uh, you know, from a, more of the Southern hires and kind of staying within that, but then them reaching across to the Big Ten really kind of outside of what their purview is. So uh, this is going to be an interesting hire. Uh, Adazio came in as an offensive guy, and this guy, he, he comes in obviously with a defensive background. So, you know, we'll just kind of see what kind of a, what kind of a stamp he intends to put on that team. But, uh, you know, Dalzio always had him pretty, pretty tough minded and, and, uh, but, uh, just couldn't seem to get the, the level of talent that they needed to step up a notch. Were you surprised Adazio was able to catch on with another team so quickly? Uh, not really. Uh, Boston College is not an easy place to, uh, to win at and that he was, you know, he kind of treaded water there. Never had any breakout seasons, but, you know, he did a, a reasonable job there. And, you know, he, sometimes it's a matter of finding the right situation. And, you know, Colorado State might be that for him. I you know, don't really know. I wouldn't place a lot of money on, on him having a huge amount of success, but he'll probably be a step up from, uh, from, what, from what Bobo put on the field for sure. Some breaking news on Tuesday night, former Boston College defensive star, the great Luke Keekley of the Carolina Panthers surprised a lot of people by announcing his retirement from the NFL. He put out a three-minute video where he was pretty tearful and reflected back on all the good times in Charlotte. And Jonathan, here's a great star eight years into playing professionally that's pretty much walking away from the game because of concussions and the threat of concussions. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me. If if memory serves, he also went through a scare with cancer at one point in his career as well when he was at Boston College, and then came back. I believe I believe they gave him the ACC Brian Piccolo Award for for his recovery from that. A great player, so he's no kind of stranger to to health issues and health scares and. And he probably just decided, you know what, you know, I've got enough money. I, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to, to subject myself to this. And, and, you know, the number of concussions he, he has seemed to have experienced, you know, his share of them. And I think he's probably just wanting to, to live the rest of his life, uh, you know, without, without that hanging over him. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see him now on more commercials. I know he's on some Bojangles commercials in the Southeast and that security company that's based out of the Carolinas. He's been on that a good bit as well. Let's talk about a basketball story that popped up over the last couple of days. North Carolina forward Brandon Robinson was hurt in a car crash in the Chapel Hill area over the weekend. The school says the injuries are not serious. This happened in Carborough, just outside of Chapel Hill. Jonathan, do you and the other folks there at Twenty Four Seven Sports have any more information about Brandon Robinson in this wreck? I do not have much more on that, but it is going to be interesting to see how Carolina responds to this. They've had uh, a huge number of injuries to their to their roster, and now we get yet one more added to that. So uh, this is a team that uh, that really is struggling, and they're they're just really racked with injuries. Well, speaking of the Tar Heels, on Saturday night, Jonathan, I was just kind of flipping through social media, and all of a sudden, I kept seeing all these Clemson fans, and I know, real happy and bragging, and I said, oh, you know, the game's not till Monday night, Clemson fans, settle down, settle down, 
And they were bragging about Clemson winning a basketball game for the first time in the history of the Clemson North Carolina basketball series. The Tigers and Brad Brownell, his team went up to Dean Smith Center and walked away winners 79-76. First win in Chapel Hill. And I think the record now there in Chapel Hill for Clemson basketball is one and fifty-nine. Yeah, that was a, a a big story. And uh, you know, I I remember, you know way back when I was still in school and, and how incredible we found it that Clemson had never beaten North Carolina in Chapel Hill. And uh, and then here we are, you know, 30 years later, still talking about the fact that they still had that streak uh, going on and just a phenomenal uh, uh, run that, 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 that North Carolina had. And at some point, it just became a mental issue for, for Clemson and their players. They'd walk in there and just, you know, it just couldn't get past the hump but kudos to brad brunell he he finally got his team on untracked and and they managed of course it was a severely depleted north carolina team and it's probably not one that's going to be uh uh written about other than how bad they are uh, in the annals of uh, north carolina basketball but nonetheless brown brad brunell finally gets the monkey off the back it kind of reminds me a little bit uh i remember that uh uh UVA actually went on a like a 29 year losing streak to the Clemson Tigers in uh, football. In football, and uh, I remember in 1990 when they finally beat them. I think the score was 29 to 28, and how unbelievably excited uh, UVA was about <laughs> that. So, George Welsh, Virginia Cavaliers of that era, and yeah. to add insult to injury. Recently, I was reminded that although Clemson was 0 for 59 in Chapel Hill. South Carolina's own Walford College had won in Chapel Hill two of the last three years. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's gotta kind of kind of burn your. Uh Burn your toast a little bit. Wofford College, with an enrollment just over a thousand, had two victories in Chapel Hill out of the last three years. Well, Brownells Tigers still have a long way to go before they've got March Madness planned for them. However, give Brownell and the Tigers credit; they back that North Carolina upset with a upset Tuesday night at Little John, winning seventy nine to seventy two over those number three ranked Duke Blue Devils. Great win. For the Clemson basketball team, also on Tuesday night, the Louisville Cardinals, they were able to outlast the Pitt Panthers 73-68 in Pittsburgh. As we look at the ACC standings, leading the pack, the Duke Blue Devils, they are looking great, ranked number three in the country. They're atop FSU. They're also way up on the standings, tied with Louisville. FSU ranked number nine this week. Louisville is at number 11 in the latest AP poll. That's the only teams ranked in the top 25 as Virginia has kind of fell out of the top 25. We don't expect Virginia to be as good this year as they were last year, right, with all their losses. Yeah, they, they lost a huge number of players, you know, coming off their national championship. They, they really, this is going to be a rebuilding year for them. All right. What's on tap for this evening's ACC basketball games? BC's playing their old rival Syracuse at the Carrier Dome. UVA will be in Tallahassee taking on the Seminoles. The Miami Hurricanes will be in Raleigh to visit the NC State Wolfpack. And the Fighting Irish will be at McCamish Pavilion taking on the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech. 
And Jonathan, lastly here, as we wrap up our ACC report, a quick look at the women's college basketball rankings and a handful of ACC teams find themselves ranked in the women's top 25. The Louisville Cardinals are at number five this week. The NC State Wolfpack check in at number nine. FSU is ranked 13 in the latest AP poll. And that is all I see that are ranked from the ACC. So still some work to be done for the ladies of college basketball. But Louisville right now leading the way for ACC teams in women's college basketball. Jonathan Lifite, we sure appreciate everything you provide to us each and every week here on the Y'all Show. And I think you'll be okay, I hope, after Clemson fell in that national championship game. We, we don't have to sign you up for any kind of therapy, do we? Look, I I was pulling for Clemson and hoping they'd win, but trust me, it's no skin off my nose. (laughs) Mr. Lifehide, ACC time here on the Y'all Show. When we come back in hour two, stay where you are. We'll be right back with hashtag Hullabaloo and Precious Harris is going to be joining us in the second hour to talk about all things country music and entertainment right out of Nashville, Tennessee. That's ahead on the Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. This is the Y'all Show. And if you're a Southerner or a Southerner at heart, this is the radio broadcast and podcast that allows you to learn about the Southeast, allows you to chime in, and you can do that with a call or text to 803-816-1170. You can go on our website, y'all.com, four little letters, not L-O-V-E, but Y-A-L-L dot com is our website. Check it out. And you can also... 
find us on a couple of different apps. If you've got a smartphone or an iPad, check us out on the iHeartRadio podcast app. Also, we're at Apple Podcasts and the TuneIn Radio app. All free of charge. Simply search for Y'all Show. And we're right there waiting your free download. Precious Harris is waiting right now on the on the she's over in the shadows here on the stage of the Y'all Show, and she'll be coming out to perform in the next segment with all kinds of goodies coming from Music Row. What's going on in Nashville these days? Well, Precious Harris has our Nashville music line, and that's coming up after this little segment here that we call Hashtag Hullabaloo. And what is hashtag Hullabaloo? This is where we go on social media, Instagram, Twitter, also on Facebook. And we just find things that we think would be very informative and very, very fun for you to hear. And that's what we're going to do right now. Share this fun. And our first tweet today comes courtesy of Paul Shat and Sarah Lee. Now, if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, you probably know the names Paul Shat and Sarah Lee. Not the bakery Sarah Lee, but the female that works in Charlotte Radio. As Paul Shat and Sarah are with Charlotte's number one for new country, 96.9 The Cat. And they're on in the morning from 5 to 10. And you can hear them there in the charlotte metro area with their great morning show well they put something out this week that caught my eye and i want to share it with all y'all as they put on twitter retreat retreat never retreat never 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 retreat but you can retweet and that's what paul and sarah lee are are asking us to do retweet if you think it's accurate and they've got an attachment here okay so let me read this If you don't mind, it's about two paragraphs worth of text. All right. All this coming again from Charlotte's number one for new country, 96.9 FM, the cat. All right. Here's the tweet. If you're thinking about moving to the South, here's a little heads up. Yesterday, it was 80 degrees. Today, less than 24 hours later, 45 degrees. And yeah, it's colder other places. You're getting snow, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. If you are not emotionally prepared to go out in flip-flops that morning to cover your pipes for the weather that night, then this ain't the life for you. We went through all four seasons twice yesterday, including tornadoes, and we didn't know what we might land on. The National Weather Service is even winging it. It's like a giant roulette wheel of weather here in the winter. Summers are predictable. It's hot or it's raining or it's hot and raining. Winter, though, (laughs) we don't even know. And you know what? Paul and Sarah Lee there at W, uh, I don't have the call letters, the cat, (laughs) 96.9. Y'all hit the nail on head with that sentiment there, because in the southeast, in the wintertime, at least, yeah, we go through (laughs) some of the seasons twice in one day. And I'm experiencing that right now. When I woke up this morning, I had to have the heat on, and now I've got a long sleeve shirt on that's not even that thick, and I'm kind of getting a little, I'm getting a little toasty here. I might have to cut the fan on next to me if if I'm if I'm careful. So yeah, that that that's a great message coming to us from Charlotte, and that message is not for us. We know this, okay. This is for our friends across that Mason Dixon line who are thinking about packing up and heading down here. Well, first of all, we've reached our limit. No more. 
No more room at the end. Y'all going to feel like Mary and Joseph when you come to the South. <laughs> but in all honesty, this is a great place to live here in the South. But we have, we, our summers, just like this said, are certainly, certainly predictable. It's going to be either hot or raining. You might have a thunderstorm coming through, or you might have a beautiful sunny day for a couple of days. But the wintertime, you better keep a pair of shorts around and a heavy coat. You're going to put both of them to use. It's it's so funny if you're a southerner, you have that heavy coat. And somewhere around October, early November, each year, it's a ritual of pulling that thing off the coat hanger. And you'll find something in your pocket. First of all, you stuck in that heavy coat. <laughs> you're like, I've been looking for that. Yeah, you'll find that. But also, you might want to wash it. Or to our Kentucky friends, you might want to wash it there when you first get it out for that first time of wear. But we don't wear that thing from a roughly March until mm, October. But when October comes or November, you pull out that heavy coat. Now, this doesn't apply to you South Floridians. It might even apply to you on the uh, Crystal Coast. Or it might apply to all of you on the Emerald Coast. And the, what is it, the Forgotten Coast? I got to get all my coasts to Florida, right? Bottom line, Panhandle, this probably applies to you at least one day or a year, at least, where you might, might need a little bit heavier coat. But you're right on that coming to us. Thanks to Paul Shat and Sarah Lee at Charlotte's number one for New Country, 96.9 The Cat. I believe Paul once worked for the other country station there in Charlotte, which is 103.9? I don't know the call letters, but it's the legendary country station. I know this. When I was a youngster, I won a Alabama Pass It On, the not CD. I won a cassette tape listening to that radio station, which I had to go through a lot of effort to listen to 103.7. That's what it is out of Charlotte. And and that's the day where you could actually call at night and a real DJ would be there to answer the telephone. And that particular night, Way back in the early 90s, they had a giveaway of Alabama's Pass It On. And this old boy called up and won him a cassette tape of Randy Owen and Teddy and Jeff and Mark and Alabama's album that was out at that that time, Pass It On. So how about that great memory coming from Charlotte Radio. Let's move on here to a great tweet coming to us from Just Facts at Real Just Facts, a resource for independent thinkers. And this is a tweet they put out this week that actually I'm going to have to read. I got to keep on reading. I'm getting my reading credit here on today's y'all show. These tweets have a lot of verbiage and I'm having to prove that I actually can read. I is a good reader. Just Facts puts out a 1958 Gallup poll found that 8% of white Southerners were willing to vote for a black president. What is the figure now? Question mark. And let's find out what Just Facts says. Again, back in 1958 in the Eisenhower presidency, at that time, white Southerners, only 8% of them said they would actually vote for a black president. And we know some 50 years after 1958, you had Barack Obama elected as the first black president of the United States. Okay, so what's happened in all these decades since then? Well, here's an update. 
Gallup polls conducted in 1999 through 2015 found that 92 to 95 percent of white Southerners are now willing to vote for a black president. As explained by Gallup, 95 percent is essentially universal willingness to state to an interviewer that the race of a candidate for president would make no difference. The portion of non-white voters willing to vote for a black president are essentially the same and within the surveys, margins of error. 92 percent in 99, 98 percent in 2012, and then in 2015, 93 percent. Despite these facts and many others with similar implications, certain politicians, media outlets, and activists have leveled charges of racism at broad groups of Americans based on half-truths and outright falsehoods. More facts about this are detailed at a link below of which I don't have this link. Again, this is coming to us from the Twitter account, just facts at real just facts. You can go read this as you will, but I think there's absolutely some, some truth to this. That doesn't mean that they're going to vote for a black person for president, but they're at least willing to vote. There is a difference in white Southerners, according to the Gallup polls, that were conducted between 1999 and 2015 certainly in the mid 90s of white southerners 90 percentage of white southerners said that they would vote for a black president and of course back in 28 and in 2012 many 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 white southerners voted for president barack obama and if you don't believe me somebody voted for him in the south because it wasn't just the minorities that voted for the president when he was elected in 2008 and then also in 2012 and some of our southern states had more white southerners voting him than other states for sure but yes we've come a long way and here on the y'all show we kind of we kind of step up for the south okay we know our region is not absolutely lily white we've had some things here that just were were just plain wrong but there's always another side to a story and here in the South, we did suppress. We did try to keep blacks from voting. We've we've intentionally not voted for people of, of color. And some people still might vote that way. And But we've come a long way. We don't kill. Like at one time, there have been deaths for people voting. And people who were running for office were gunned down. Not I won't say thousands, but we've had more than our fair share in this part of the country. But as I say, we defend the South. The South is not the only so-called racist portion of our country. We've had people in other regions, including the North, who may have even had lower numbers than what the South had when it came to asking this question, would they be willing to vote for a black president? My point is, we have a great part of the country. We are not perfect. We've come a long way. And frankly, as a guy who loves this region I would put us up against anybody. I would say that we have a pretty good track record of evolution here in the South. We, we've we come a long way. I mean, let's not forget, unlike other portions of our country, minorities are certain, at least when it comes to blacks, this is, I don't mean to to, uh, to be a wise guy here. This is kind of the blacks homeland, at least black Americans. I mean, this is where most blacks trace their ancestry in america at least to the south because most blacks not all most blacks came to this country as slaves and most slaves were imported in our southern ports and worked in our southern states 
Now, that is if you go back through history, you'll find that. Now, as I said, most, not all. We've had a lot of blacks come to this country and come to this region after the Civil War who were never slaves in the American South. And a lot of those settled in Florida. They came up from the Caribbean, where they probably were slaves under other countries. But in this country, they were not American slaves. And we've had people settle here over the last 150 years who never were slaves. They came here for a better future. And that is the same case throughout the whole country. But yes, I don't mean to be a wise guy when I say this is sort of the the blacks homeland. And if you go to the areas of our country, like a Los Angeles, and you go to Chicago, you're going to find a large collection of blacks in those cities. Sure. But a lot of them can trace their roots, even maybe the generation before them or two generations right back to places like Tennessee and Alabama and Mississippi or in the northeast we a lot of those people there came up from the eastern seaboard and that's that's the american story a lot of them left the south because the south was a rough place and in some places it's still rough but they went to the north for a better future frankly a lot of them have now come back a lot of blacks who went to places like chicago are fed up with chicago and now see the south as i call it the the black homeland in america at least to be a much better place to live of course blacks in the south represent in some states around 40 percent of the population and as we said times have changed and and are we perfect now no but we've come a long way and you got to give us credit so gallup poll i think is a representative of that progress here we don't necessarily claim to be on this show a progressive show and, and a liberal show by no means are we that But I don't mind pointing out that I think we have made progress, and I I hope you'll agree with me here on the All Show. All right, let's move on to another tweet here, courtesy of Christine Froba at Christine underscore F-R-O-E-B-A, a journalist, a writer, a raconteur, and she writes on Twitter this week, my from scratch bourbon pecan or pecan cake going keto for friends, hashtag Southern, hashtag cooking, hashtag bourbon cake and christine yeah that looks scrumptious 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 i think you might even have a connection to louisiana specifically to to new orleans because i see you've got hashtag roll wave not roll tide roll wave and y'all know who that is right the Tulane green wave is who we're talking about there Winners of the bowl game they had against Southern Miss, by the way. And Christine, way to go, Tulane Green Wave 2019 football. But way to go with this great thing you're sharing to everybody here on social media. Your from scratch bourbon pecan cake. Of course, it's officially Mardi Gras time, and this might go well with a little king cake. If you're in the Big Easy, check it out. I guess, Christine, you need to stick around because... There's just so much fun going on in New Orleans and throughout the whole state of Louisiana. Even though you're not a LSU fan, it sounds like you're a rollaway, but surely you have to appreciate what LSU just did by winning the national championship. So enjoy, if you will. If not, just hold your nose and celebrate Mardi Gras because that's going on right now. But yes, you can go to Christine's Twitter account at Christine underscore F-R-O-E-B-A and get the link and learn how you too can make your own from scratch bourbon p-e-c-a-n cake see i have to be careful 
on this show to to pronounce that word because some of y'all be like where is that guy from you know where i'm from i'm from the south and i like it that way giving a little shout out to tracy bird here on the y'all show and that will wrap up hashtag huddle blue here on this wednesday edition well we're not done with the y'all show hey 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 precious harris is stepping into the spotlight in the next segment and you're gonna for sure want to stick around to hear what the kentucky queen has to say about what's going on on music row she's got some parties she's just attended she's been out late at night and she does the dirty work for all of us. She she reports to us directly from Music Row about what's going on in Nashville country music and the entertainment biz. And her report, Nashville Music Line, is coming up next on The Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. She's been going out with him She's been going out with me Said she'd let us know By tonight Which one it would be So I waited by the phone But she never called me up Had to know what was going on So I drove by her house And sure enough, that ain't my truck in her drive 25 years ago, that song was climbing the charts And it went all the way to number three in 1995 
for Valdosta, Georgia's own Rhett Akins. Hello, welcome into the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, now joined by Precious Harris of the Nashville Music Line and more. Precious is the author of I Know Country with 366 daily country music questions and answers. Oh, you can just go on right now and instantly download your own ebook copy at iknowcountry.com. The link to buy is right there. Precious Harris is also a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. You can go to the website collegeofsongology.com for a whole lot more information on Precious Harris and also follow her blog, nashvillemusicline.com. Each week, we also feature Precious's Nashville Music Line column on the pages of y'all.com. Precious, how you doing? Welcome into the Y'all Show. We just played That Ain't My Truck from Red Akins. Have you, have you ever owned a pickup truck? Never. I've tried, but my husband will not let me get a pink pickup truck. It just ain't happening. <laughs> I don't think mind. one. I don't think there's a pink pickup truck on the planet. So prove me well, wrong. Actually, there is. Actually, Scott Bruschetta gave Taylor one many years ago as a gift. Taylor Swift, we're talking about. Taylor Swift, yes. Okay. And but, you, yeah. li- you live in the corner of Nashville. You should have seen that pink pickup truck. Did you ever see it? No, I didn't because. In- at the time that she had it, I had li- actually was living in Franklin, and her parents, or her parents at the time, were living in Hendersonville, which is north of Nashville. But I live closer to Hendersonville now, so I, I think she sold it for charity for like up ten thousand dollars worth of money for Scott, like a couple of years after she had it. And of course, I don't think it was a media like party, you know, like a media thing on purpose. Yeah, I think that. She drove it around for a couple of years, and you've seen around town driving it. But I think that uh, once she bought her house up north, um, up in Martha's Vineyard, I think is where it's at, somewhere up there, that she decided to go ahead and sell it because she couldn't really – there's really not a good place to drive a pink truck in Martha's Vineyard, I guess. (laughs) But she actually sold it to Cherry, made a lot of money and donated, which is tailor-like, of course, to a wonderful charity. Well, I'll tell you who else has a little extra spending money these days is Red Akins, as he is not only a great singer-songwriter and has had a whole great history since 1995, he's also the father of Thomas Rhett. And how about this story, Precious? I, I had to do a little double check when I saw this come across the wire. 50-year-old Rhett Akins and his lovely wife, Sonia, are yes. going to have a baby, which means this baby, which is due in March, is going to be the brother of Thomas Rhett. The half-brother, yes. Okay, half, whole, whatever. Going to be the brother of Thomas Rhett. And that's not the re- that's not all the story. Precious, what's the rest of the story? Well, the rest of the story is I got to hang out with his wife, Sonia, and she's the sweetest thing. Like I said, they were longtime boyfriend and girlfriend before they actually tied the knot. And... Um, but uh, anyway, but I asked him what the due date was, you know, before the, the I, I ran into him. We were just check catching. Like I said, I've known Rhett since 1993. So and he said, don't laugh. But he said, Thomas, I said, wait, you're pregnant and Thomas's wife is pregnant. He goes, yeah. <laughs> he said, Thomas is doing February. We're doing March. And I said, well, that's just flipping amazing. Then, of course, later on in the party, after we had already discussed it, you know, but it's toward the end of the night. He goes, oh, by the way, I'm going to be a new daddy. And he was waving at his wife. And everybody just looked around smiling. He goes, yes, Thomas Red is due in February, and I'm due in March. Huh. He said, so I'm thinking my kids are going to be Thomas's uncle. 
I think. Yes, that's right. Thomas's half brother, but my kids were something. I forgot how he put it, and I felt like I was in Kentucky trying to trace his family tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thomas Rhett's new newborn will be the nephew or niece of Red Akins and his wife Sonya's baby, which they I guess are having a boy. They're going to name him Brady. Is that right? Yes, Brady. I think. Yeah, there was a bunch of people talking really loud. But I remember it being Brady, only because I remember my little cousin's name is Branton, and my other little cousin's name is Brandon. So I remember the B R A, you know, B R A N. So yeah, but uh, Corsanya is just adorable, and just as sweet as she can be. And I, and Red's over the moon because you know, once again, when he was on the road, he was gone so much. When Thomas was growing up, he didn't, he didn't get to spend a lot of family time because. The label basically said, you got to get on the road, you stay on the road, promote this music, do that. You know, he had a record deal. I think Thomas was eight uh, when he was going full steam ahead with his record deal. And of course, he's got um, Thomas has got a sister and she was there the other night. But it was just a wonderful celebration. Of course, I'd ask him before because Thomas is, I mean, Rhett's publicist and uh, the publicist for Brantley Gilbert is one of my good friends for years and years. And I said, I'm going to ask this question. And I said, 30. She said, no, 31. 30 was last month. <laughs> so I guess he's got another number one. But yeah, uh, the, uh, we were celebrating Lindsay L. and Brantley Gilbert's number one song, you know, for what happens in a small town. But it's Brett Aiken's 30, or 30, 31 number ones was celebrated. Wow. So, you know, and just knowing him when he came here as an artist from Georgia and then watching him grow with the songwriter. We were laughing about how long he was telling Sonya. He said, I know Precious, he said, since I came to town when I was a little kid, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I remember putting makeup on him one day. We were doing a commercial for the Tennessee Oilers at the time. Yeah. 1997 and, uh, and 98, the Oilers were in Nashville before they became the Titans, which, by the way, they played the Kansas City Chiefs this week in the AFC Championship game. Tighten I know. Up. I'm so excited. I had a 70-year-old good friend of mine who's a hit writer who wrote Whiskey If You're a Woman. Not the heartache. So, I mean, you would think she was a 16 year old girl watching a, a football, Friday night football game. She said, Oh, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for the Titans. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, so, yeah. Of course, Nashville's got that shot in the arm and that air balloon that's really just put a wonderful aura across the city for them being in the playoffs. So, it, it's a good thing. Well, so, you know. Now, when, 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 was this, when was this number one party for What Happens in a Small Town from Brantley Gilbert and Lindsay L? Wednesday was the night that I did my interview last week. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, and we uh yeah the night that I, well of course I had I did my show Wednesday of last week and it was Wednesday night of last week. All right. And where was that held? That party? It was held at um over at the. Is it Music City Indoor Karting? Yeah, Music City Indoor Karting. That's it. Because it, I was is, trying to think. Because well, when I get there, I was telling them we have a meeting. They go, No, you don't. You're not here. You're not supposed to be here till five o'clock. No, but the publicist said, yes, we've got a special room. So we had the whole side of the room rented for media, publicity, and party and all that. But they had everything from uh, um, they had everything from go-karts on one side, and you had to sign a release that you wouldn't sue anybody. <laughs> and then, of course, we had the, the best fruit tea I have ever had in my life. You know, Brantley's been sober for eight years. Very proud of him. And I have to say, at the end of the night, right before we left, he asked us to all bow our heads. And he said the most prettiest prayer I've ever heard from someone's mouth. Seriously. And my brother's a minister and my grandfather was a minister. 
And it was the sweetest prayer. He thanked everybody in that room for being part of his career. And I wish I'm praying someone had it on video or something because it was just amazing. If I knew he was going to be that pretty, I would have taped it, you know, but it was just amazing. And it just ended the night on such a wonderful note. Everybody left there with like wings. It was like just amazing. And I'm so proud of him. He is his little boy, his, his kids were there. His wife was there and it was like a family affair, you know, and he was, everybody had their kids there. The songwriter had their kids there. It was like baby time, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it was just a wonderful event. And, uh, but, you know, just seeing Brantley when he first came to town, he was telling, he said, I wasn't the perfect artist, but he said, you know, the buzz started and they told the exact story how he got, cause he's in Georgia, how he got from, you know, about how he got from one place to the other. And of course, the other songwriters brought Barry Hill. His kids were there, Josh Dunn. And it was such a duet, but it was actually Scott Lachetta that actually that suggested Lindsay L to do the duet partner. And of course, she's like a guitar virtuoso, not only a vocalist, incredible vocalist, and a guitar virtuoso. They literally, he said, as soon as I heard her do her vocal, he said, I knew that we were going to be having a number one. He just, he said, I knew it, huh. you know. So, uh, you know, it was just a great celebration. So, you Brent, know. Brandon Gilbert hope. from Jefferson, Georgia. And that is in yep. Jackson County. That's about halfway between Gainesville, Georgia, and Athens, Georgia. Know that area well if you're ever in the I-85 area northeast of downtown Atlanta. You'll be going right through Jefferson, GA. Great news about J- Brantley Gilbert. And, hey, Brantley, if things don't work out, Precious is trying to get you to sign up for the the seminary. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if the tattoos would keep you from getting in or not, but... I'll tell you, I'm, I mean, I already knew him already. It's just being someone who is very honest and truthful with his fans and always has been, even the label, everything. He's not, he doesn't pretend to be someone he's not. And I love that about him. You got him good, the bad, and the ugly. But to see the way he come across, just there, he's grown into such an incredible artist. I knew he was an incredible artist when I met him. Yeah. Like I said, I had a lot of baggage things going on. But, you know, it just takes a good woman to take care of it, and I'm so glad he got one. Well, that's great, and, of course. And he, he was laughing about his hot wife in the back of the room with the baby on her head, and I was yeah. cracking up laughing. Well, his other hits besides What Happens in a Small Town include One Hell of an Amen, Bottoms Up, and Country Must Be Country Wide. And Precious, I said he might want to go to the seminary. I didn't say he was going to the monastery. Okay. Oh, sorry. I get those two big steps. Yeah. yeah. If he goes to the monastery, I doubt we'll hear from Brantley Gilbert again. Hey, probably not. Precious, I want to hear about a guy that probably should be signing up for the monastery, and that would be one John Rich. As you went to his Nashville mansion this past weekend, Mount Richmore, do tell what was going on there with John Rich. Well, you know, I have to remember, I knew John from 1991, yep. you know. We know all about you climbing in the storage unit. Yeah, that's it, yep. and, uh, when he was Texas C. And so, but we were laughing about how we both look really good to be, you know, like almost 30-something years later, and we still uh, I wouldn't say John Rich is looking that good, but that's just me. Uh, no, you should see him up close. His skin is incredible, I swear. But we were cracking up laughing, but he has come out with beef jerky. Yeah, like pork-based jerky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You know how some people say beef jerky, but his is pork-based, and it's got some crazy flavors into it. And his 
whiskey company that does the distribution has actually reached out and some of the people are actually bringing his jerky to sell with the whiskey at the liquor stores. And it's Redneck Riviera. Now listen to this. Spice fried pickle flavor for mm. the pork turkey. Yummy, and it's yummy. cheddar as anything. Whiskey barbecue flavor. My favorite is Texas jalapeno favorite. Ooh. Now he's got a new canned carbonated beverage called Howdy Do. <laughs> <laughs> That's H-O-W-D-Y-D-E-W. Howdy Do. Yes. And it's a blend of wine, wine spritzer and punch. But, you know, they were tasting little taste test little cups. And I'm like, whoa, dude. And, of course, I'm not a drinker, so stuff like that makes my head spin. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I will be able to finish the tablespoon that I have. <laughs> the taste. But like I said, John said, he's just, you know, he, you know, when he went to do Redneck Riviera to patent the name, okay? Yeah. They said, you can't. It's a city, a place. You can't do it. He said, it is not a city. So they argued and argued. He went to the Supreme Court and he said, show me on the map the city that said Redneck Riviera. And they couldn't. So there's no such place. It's what things I remember. And it's actually starting in the 60s. And he was right. He's, you know, a little bit younger than me, of course. But I remember in 69, my friends from school going down to the Redneck Riviera in Myrtle Beach, and they also call Panama City area Redneck Riviera. But going down there, I was like, well, what's that mean? Because I didn't know what a redneck was when I was in, you know, you know, third grade. But uh, anyway, but it, he got the name and bought the rights to it, and now he owns it, and that is his uh, whiskey. And, it, and 10% of everything he sells, now listen to this. Once again, it's charitable artists like him and Taylor, some of the other ones, is 10% of every whiskey bottle you buy, every uh, pork jerky goes to the Folds of Honor. And what it is, it's a scholarship for for soldiers and people of the military that have been killed and been killed in action that their kids have money to go to school. Man. Yeah. Also, and, uh, some other news about John Rich. I don't know if he was talking about this at the executive mansion there. He's got Mount Richmore in Nashville, but he's going to be on the Fox News Channel a lot more. He's going to have a series called The Pursuit with John Rich. What do you know about that? Well, funny you should ask. Uh, you know, John and I know each other as professionals. You know, he's known me since 91. He watched me grow up. I watched him grow up. He knows I've been doing the media stuff and have my column for almost 28 years now. I'm the music guide, and now I'm on my syndicated show with you. And he had no idea that I had had the health problems I've had. And so he um, was, you are kidding, and he was telling my husband about it. He actually was talking about how he could not believe the stuff that I do for upcoming singers and songwriters. He was so proud of what I do for National Music Row that, um, hopefully we'll be talking later, but he wants to find out more about what I'm doing with the singers and songwriters. So you never know where that's going to lead to. All right. So, well, but, uh, but it, the pursuit is about people pursuing their dreams, no matter where you come from, no matter how hard you have it, it's just going for it and not looking back, whether you're rich, poor, no matter what color, what origin, no matter where you come from, it's just doing what you need to do to make yourself happy. And again, this will be for Fox News, and that name comes from the fact that it's based on the pursuit of happiness from our Declaration of Independence. we got to go to a break, Precious. As we go to a break, we have a little trivia question we want to ask. 
In January 1998, which male artist began a six-week stay on top of the charts at number one with the song Just to See You Smile? We'll have that answer and a whole lot more coming from Precious Harris as we close up this Wednesday Y'all Show after this break. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Our paths may never cross again Maybe my heart will never mend But I'm glad for all the good times Cause you brought me so much sunshine And love was the best it's ever been Boy, that was a big hit, taking you back to 1982 for I Wouldn't Have Missed It for the World from Ronnie Millsap. As Ronnie, congratulations. You'll be celebrating his 77th birthday on Thursday. And also want to point out that that song, I Wouldn't Have Missed It for the World, was recorded back on January 16th on on his birthday of 1982. 82, a pretty good birthday gift for Ronnie Millsap fans when he went in the studio, gosh, and recorded that great song. That was Millsap's 19th of 35 total hot country song number ones. Ronnie Millsap, born in North Carolina with a disorder that left him blind from birth. He was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry back in 1976 and inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2014. And an early happy birthday to Ronnie Millsap, who, of course, I think it was last year, he lost his son Todd tragically in Nashville, and I'm sure Ronnie's had a, a pretty tough time, the whole Millsap family, with that loss. Of course, yeah. But I will tell you, Ronnie Millsap has got, he's sort of a milestone in my career, and he doesn't even know it. Uh-oh. I was a huge rock fan. I was a headbanger, Bon Jovi, you know, Def Leppard. I graduated in 1980. So I knew about country music because my, my grandmother used to play Loretta Land and Ferlin Husky till my head spin, okay, mm. yeah. <laughs> on my dad's side. But my first 45 that I was ever gifted to me was Ronnie Millsap, I'm a Stand By My Woman Man, ah. when I was going through my second transplant. My, no, yeah, my second transplant in, in the mid late 70s, and my cousin Scotty, gave it to me a 45 as a gift and he turned me on to how wonderful the new country music movement was with Ronnie. 
And another thing is one of the uh, the granddaughter of my grand my mom and dad's maid of honor and best man is named Jesse Key. She appears on Ronnie's record from 2019 last year. She sings with him on one of the singles on one of the sides. And I can't remember which one, but it's pretty cool. Her, her parents are from Glendale, Kentucky, her grandparents. But she appears on Ronnie Millsap's record. So it's he's got a very special part in the history of my family in 2019 from all the way back in 1978 from Stand By My Woman, man. So happy birthday, Ronnie. All right. Other birthdays celebrated this week, the Oak Ridge Boys, William Lee Golden, you know, the long-haired, bearded guy. He turned 81 <laughs> years old this week. Ricky Van Shelton, great singer who kind of has fallen off the map from Grit, Virginia. He celebrated earlier in the week. Trace Atkins with a birthday, I think it was on Monday. Trace Atkins turned 58 years young, believe it or not. Also, in addition to Ronnie celebrating on Thursday, Eli Young Band member James Eli, he's got a birthday as he turns 40 years young. Steve Earl with a birthday on the 17th. Also, Kid Rock celebrating on that day. Bobby Goldsboro born in 1941 on January 18th. And the Wayne County, Tennessee is where it is. Waynesboro, Tennessee's on Mark Colley born January 18th, 1956. Those are your country music birthdays here this week. Let's answer that trivia question we asked before the break. Back in January 1998, some 22 years ago, which famed male artist began a six-week stay at number one on the Billboard country chart with just a see you smile? Precious Harris, do you have that answer? I sure do. It's Tim McGraw. And I met Tim in 1991, a country radio seminar, because his roommate was pestering me, telling me, and his and his, his roommate's wife now works for one of the biggest producers in Nashville, Michael Knox. But he said, you got to hear my roommate. He's going to be a big star. And his name is Tim McGraw. Uh. I remember meeting Tim, and he had a song out called uh, Welcome to the Club. And and Curb was not really, because it didn't really make the charge, but it's actually one of my second favorite songs, because Tim sang one of my favorite songs that one of my good friends wrote called Not a Moment Too Soon. They actually sang it at my benefit, and they were building my wheelchair ramp in 19, I mean, in 2002. Uh, it was so funny, because when I met Tim, he was like the most sweetest down to earth. And I see him in Kroger's 27 years later. Of course, I see him all, you know, different events. But I see him at Kroger's on a private thing, and he's got this little beanie hat on, these little round glasses, and he comes over and waves at me. And I go, oh, my God, who's a strange man waving at me? And he takes his glasses down, and I knew exactly who he was. <laughs> so, you know, so you know, of course, you know, watching him grow up from 19, the early 90s up, I'm just so proud. And I got a picture of him and Faith when she was eight months pregnant with her first baby playing an indoor football game for charity. And Tim blew his knee out. Oh, man. I've got got the cutest little thing. She's got McGraw on the back of her shirt, and he's got Hill on the back of his shirt. She wasn't even playing, but I guess it was like some kind of a, you know, jokester thing. Yeah, for the the Nashville Cats, K-A-T-S. Nashville Cats, that was it. All right, let's, let's give people an update on what's going on with Tim McGraw as he's yes. just announced the first dates of his 2020 Here on Earth tour. Midland and Ingrid Andrus will be supporting on that tour. The tour kicks off in New York City on July 10th. 
Luke Combs will co-headline on two arena dates in Philadelphia and Los Angeles. Oh, by the way, if you haven't heard of Ingrid Andrus, she is labeled as one to watch here this year. She signed with Warner Brothers Nashville in 2018 and put out the single More Hearts Than Mine in 2019. And that charted. There's a lot of buzz about Ingrid Andrus as she's been opening for Dan and Shay, Carly Pierce, and more. And maybe this is her big year. I get a lot of emails about her. Precious, what more can you tell us about newcomer Ingrid Andrus? Well, like I said, she's their other. They've got they've got a duet, you know, called Walker County. But Warner Brothers has got two females that are movers and shakers right now. They've got Ashley McBride and, of course, Ingrid. Now, Ingrid's going to be on the coveted place. She got voted in to be on the New Faces show for CRS. Which is country radio seminar. Now that coveted spot introduces the new, like the who to watch, like the new to watch, like you said. But you've going to be in front of about two thousand of radio's decision makers, spinners, record players. And you can imagine for her to be on that show is huge. So um, people may have not have heard of her a lot, but I'm telling you, it's going to be like a guy named Chris Stapleton, where somebody heard something like who, you know. Like, what are you listening to? Like, oh, he's okay. Like that. All of a sudden, bam, you know, he's in your face. So Ingrid's going to be one of those artists where she's got a long fuse as it lives. But let me tell you, when she explodes, she's going to be amazing because she's a writer. She's an incredible performer. Her personality is that of a superstar. She is one of those people that when you meet her, you're not going to forget her. But she's so sweet and so sincere. When you meet with her, you're going to know. This girl has got her sight set on superstardom. Well, speaking of superstars, as we wrap up with you, Precious, Garth Brooks has set yet another record. He's now the only artist to have uh, appeared on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart in the 1980s, 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and now in the 2020s. As Dive Bar, his duet with Blake Shelton is currently number 21 and rising on the billboard chart so congratulations you can tell him hello next time you see him at kroger <laughs> well that was actually the kid that was living with me at the time who was on the voice last season guys rigged it uh, like i said he scanned the he couldn't get his deodorant to scan he wasn't paying any attention who was behind him at two o'clock in the morning at the cmt awards and so anyway he said here this is how you do it so he's watching the guy's hand move the odor do all that he turns around and it's guard and he goes uh, uh, it, uh Thank you, Mr. Brooks. And he comes home and he was like wanting to wake me up because I was already dead asleep. And huh. first thing in the morning, guess who I saw at Kroger last night? I go, oh, like who? He goes, Garth. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? You know, because he's from Louisiana. Yeah. But, you know, Garth Brooks at Kroger, you know, they don't live about a couple of miles from the Kroger in Goodlettsville. That's right. Hey, also so, want to let everybody know the top five right now on the chart. At five is John Party's Heartache Medication. Dustin Lynch is at four with Riding Roads. Luke Combs is Even Though I'm Leaving. And at number two is Dan Shea plus Justin Bieber's 10,000 Hours. And Lady Annabellum's What If I Never Get Over You. That's your latest top five of the Billboard Hot Country songs. Precious, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on the Y'all Show. And we will catch up with you again next week. Sounds good, darling. I'll be probably uh, getting with you from Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I'm down there working on some music projects. 
All so right. I'll be there from Blake Shelton's Old Red Territory down in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. We'll tell Blake or his neighbor around the corner there in Gatlinburg, Dolly Parton, we said hello. <laughs> I sure will. Have a good day, everybody. All Bye-bye. Right. Precious Harris. Well, that will conclude our Y'all Show. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Wednesday edition. We'll be right back here come Thursday with an all-new Y'all Show. We've got a very special guest lined up from Kentucky. Precious would be proud. We have from Versailles, Kentucky, the Kentucky Castles, Christy Eckerline will be on to tell us about this great property just outside of Lexington. You can go ahead to their website and book your reservation at their hotel, their spa. Great venue there right beside Kingland Racetrack. We're going to find out a whole lot more about the Kentucky Castle when Christy Eckerline's our guest on Thursday. Plus, we've got a look at SEC sports and more. Don't miss out on the fun. And again, thank you for listening to Y'all, the show that's all about the South. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.